This is Witness More with Matthew Jonathan and Walter the Dog. Welcome to the podcast. We'll be exploring everything from the paranormal to the strange to the overall unexplained. Sit back, relax, enjoy the journey, and get ready to witness more. back to witness more with matthew and jonathan i'm matthew i'm jonathan and this is jonathan so this, all right very good um Thanks. so today we're going to <clears throat> today we're going to talk about remote viewing uh remote viewing is you know if, if you're not if you're not up to speed or or don't know what it is and, and want to learn more um we've come to the right place so remote viewing is the 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 psychic ability to use your mind's eye to view anything on earth or in the universe that matter um past or present you know it's not really used to see the future but it's more or less used to to you know view real-time events or to view past events uh using esp so you know that's what we're going to talk about um i've got a uh, and I've, I've, you know, I've, I've always been interested in it. I've always wondered if it's a learned uh, ability for someone to do. Um, you know, they, they say it is, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to spend fifteen thousand dollars and go to a seminar and then not be able to remote view after. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I don't know. What do you think, Jonathan? What it's, you know, what's what's your opinion? Do you think it's you think it's legit? You think it's something that, that you want to learn more about? Do you think it's something you can learn to do? Do you think it's all just psychic nonsense? Um, I don't think it's all psychic nonsense. I think there's a little bit. If we were to rate zero to a hundred percent, my belief in this a hundred percent being like, I'm fully on board. I would say I'm about five to 15% on board. Oh, okay. That's not very high. I thought you were going to say higher. No, no. I think most of it. Well, we'll get we'll get into it. Um, do you want me to start and talk about why I don't believe in it, or do you want to? I know you've done some time on this, and you've been talking about this for years. So I haven't done done. I haven't done time. I mean, don't I'm not. I wasn't thinking about it when I was in prison. Oh, what did you think about you know. in prison? Uh, how to skate? Oh know? yeah. How to yeah, make that's, that's what, how to you know how to make uh yeah how to make toilet wine and and how to how to dig a hole, um, yeah. under the wall and get out. <laughs> so, um, no, it's you know it, it's like I said, I if you're fifteen percent, I'm probably closer to like eighty five percent. Um. You know, I came across it when I heard about Project Stargate. Um, you know, the the CIA and, and uh, um, the DOA was it the, the CIA and the DIA or the DOA? The, the, the Department I, I don't of think, Defense was it the DOD? I don't think the Department of Agriculture had anything to do with it. No, dead on arrival. It was 
I forget. It was, it was, it was, there's two or three agencies that are out there doing, doing studies um, to see if they could use it for military operations. And they combined all their efforts and wound up calling it project, project Stargate, um, two words, not one word like the, the sci-fi TV show Stargate. Um, you know, where I, where I think that there's, where I think that there's some, some credible, credibleness, credibleness, credibility, word, where I think it, where, I think that we yeah, I think this lends some credibility is um, you know one of the you know one of the government contractors who taught um, you know the the soldiers that were chosen for this was Ingo Swan. Um, I mean, he's a pretty well-known psychic, and you know, he did pass a lot of tests, and he was pretty accurate with you know, he was pretty accurate in the experiments. Um, and he was pretty accurate with some information that he was able to glean from remote viewing prior to it um, becoming becoming common knowledge. So, you know, that's where, you know, that's that's kind of where I'm not gonna hang my head on Ingo Swan, um, but I will I will say that at the end of the day, no matter what you think about the guy, you, you got to admit that he's got. Either he's he's either he's a damn good mentalist, um, or he's got some kind of extrasensory perception, some kind of ability that we don't understand. Okay, so did you see the CIA report? It was disclosed in two thousand two, and their studies oh, yeah. went from the seventies to nineteen ninety five is when they concluded. Did you read that report? Mm-hmm. Not the whole thing, but I know the I know the findings. So you know the findings are, are inconclusive across the board. Right. Do you believe everything the government tells you? Well, a declassified document from 2002? Yeah. yeah. I okay. I would believe that. All right. Okay. That's fair. Um my so ultimately yes. All of their everything their what 20, 25 years studying that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I didn't read the whole thing. What I did, well, the first three pages are like an overview. I read the conclusion of the overview, and then I kind of skipped through the document, and they had all these studies through it. And I would read like the first paragraph of a study, learn about what that study was all about, and then skip down to the conclusion every time inconclusive. They're, um, where I'm on board with it, first of all, I don't think it can be taught. I think it's something either you have or you don't have. If you have it, I think mm-hmm. feel that it can be strengthened or developed. But I don't think you can even pay $15,000 and go to a seminar and learn this ability. If that would, it, well, that just, that I think that's bullshit. Um, okay. I do believe that some people have an extra sense that not everybody has. <laughs> And may be able to remote view. And well, in your research, did you see the study about the guy who remote viewed like a merry-go-round? Did you see those pictures? No. Okay. Um, There was one study which across the board proves pretty successful results. Um, it, I don't think I phrased that right, but I think you know what I'm saying. 
And what it was, it wasn't a merry-go-round. It was like a playground toy. It's like a flat thing that spins around and it has bars for kids to hold on to. You know what I'm kind of talking about? Yeah. You played on them as a kid, right? I did. did. Yeah. Yeah. Those things were dangerous. Yeah. (laughs) You get on, you hold on, and then you had two guys that would run. it around. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then they would hop on, and inevitably someone fell off, and we all stopped playing when someone broke their arm. So, it was one of those things. From a different location, somebody was supposed to remote view. And they drew, Mm -hmm. and if you look it up, or if you do a little bit of research, you'll see these pictures. It it wasn't exact, but they drew a circle. They drew the bars. um, And it, I, I mean, you can tell from the picture that it, it wasn't just a random shape they were drawing. You know what right. I mean? He had three different pictures of what he was trying to see, and it's too close to be a coincidence for me. So, yeah, I think some okay. people have that ability, but, again, like that guy in the CIA, he can't teach other people to do it. And maybe that's why all of these studies came back inconclusive, because they were trying to train people to do this, and then, you know, the people fail because it can't be taught. Yeah, but Ed Dane learned how to do it. Well, maybe he had a gift for it, and instead of learning how to do it, maybe he developed and strengthened his already existing ability. So everyone he taught that's learned how to do it also started with the gift and just didn't know it? Well, let me ask you this. Has everyone he's taught been able to do remote viewing well i don't know i mean i haven't maybe he only seeks out people says he says he's got a pretty high success rate of 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 training people on how to do it just using the techniques learned from ingo swan so is he also selling a product i'd imagine so if i was selling a product i too would say i have a pretty high success rate okay so then but I mean, there's not a lot of people, and I, I don't know if anyone's come forward and said, no, this guy is ridiculous. He doesn't teach anything. I didn't learn a thing going to his, going, you know, being a student of his. Okay. Well, I don't know anything you about know the I mean? guy. You'd, you'd, find the, you'd find the stuff out there um, if, if that were the case. So, I don't know. It's, I, what I, you know, kind of where, where I come back to is, is, is the success rate that Ingo Swan had in, well, first of all, he's the one that, that um, remote viewed uh, Jupiter and, it, and, and discovered that Jupiter had rings before Viking. Was it Viking that went out there and discovered all the moons of uh, Jupiter? Do you remember? I don't know anything about this. And Oh, okay. So, I mean, that's where, because in, in 1971, because he was doing this, I mean, he, you know, he was doing this in the 60s and 70s. Um, so in 71, he remote viewed Jupiter and said, you know, I can see, you know, he, he, like, he went down into like the core and could see like what, made, what, you know, what the planet was made up of. He saw the rings and he said, you know, hey, there's, there's multiple moons here. Um, you know, at least he identified three or four. Turns out there's what 60 some odd moons. But then when 
one of the Viking missions or whichever, or uh, I'm assuming, I think it's Viking that went out there and looked at other planets in the solar system. That's when they determined that Jupiter did have rings, not, not exactly like Saturn's, but similar enough. Um, and it was made up of um, like ice crystals. And that's what he described them as, is, you know, it looks like there's just like a crystallized something in the atmosphere, you know, that look like a ring shape that could be like what Saturn has. So, you know, that, you know, I don't think you can guess on that. Um, maybe you can and get lucky, but, um, but the, some of the guys that were, that were tasked to do the CIA, um, the CIA experiments, uh, um, <laughs> their names, their names are escaping me. There's two gentlemen, uh, Pudoff and Targ. So they did, so Pudoff and, and Targ um, were doing experiments for Project Stargate and they started giving Swan uh, latitude and longitude and said, what is here? What is here? What is here? And he was getting, he was getting a lot of it right. And they said, okay, what we're going to do then is we're going to so set up a, a controlled experiment um, thinking that maybe he just knows the globe that well and had him hit like a hundred targets and his success rate was right around 95% as to what was on those coordinates. You know, that, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess the CIA could say it's inconclusive because there's 5% wrong, but no, 95% success rate. Yeah. That's pretty that, high. Yeah. That's uh I I'd never heard of this Ingo Swan guy until ten minutes ago. Okay, um, you know he was a famous um, you know remote viewer and 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 psychic. You ever heard of Yuri Keller? No. Okay, he was another um, he was another guy from I think he was I forget when he was around. I want to say he was in, in the in the sixties and seventies and eighties as well. Um, I know, but Yuri Geller you know, said, Hey, this thing, you know, I think, I think the story goes that they went to Yuri Geller. He was, he was kind of like, uh, um, uh, Miss Cleo, except he was like real, like he would go on like Carson and, you know, and, and, and do, st- you know, he was like a, uh, like a, almost like a, not like a pop star. Um, but he had mainstream, um, Oh, the guy, oh, oh, the dude, you remember the guy from like the 90s, John Edwards, where you get the people in the room and be like, um, I'm sensing a B name. Does anybody have a, a dad named Bob? Remember that guy? And everyone makes fun of him because it would basically just throw out random stuff until someone, until he like got things right. He would do stuff like that, but he was more legit than John Edwards. So Yuri Geller said, hey, listen. Um, if you guys really want some of the dozer stuff, um, you know, if, if I were blind and I wanted someone to, you know, be my companion, you got to go to Ingo Swan. So they went to Ingo Swan and Ingo Swan's like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, you know, but just so you're aware, like remote viewing has like maybe close to about an 85% success rate. Um, that's kind of what I've discovered because you could view stuff you just really don't know how to describe. You know what I mean? Um, so, so that's when he got involved and then he started doing the, the project Stargate. Um, and then it really became, I think more popular in the nineties 
when when they stopped the project. When you say the project stopped, 95? 1995. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these guys that came out of the project could remote view, even though the CIA said, no, nah, it's inconclusive. These are like, no, this works. And you know, that's when I think it was I think it was Colonel Colonel Ed Danes um, said, okay, no, I'm going to keep this going. And like I said, I I probably first heard about it in the early 2000s. And saying, all right, so, you know, and <clears throat> yeah, I just I just I, I wish it had more. I don't know. I wish there's more. Wish there's more evidence out there saying, you know, yeah, this is, you know, this was this was, you know, hey. You know, we found this missing kid. Even though they say it's used to solve crimes and stuff, it's like, all right, yeah, we found this person, we found this murderer, we know what happened. Um, or even, I don't know. All right. Yeah, so I, mean, I looked I, up. Yeah. I looked up Yuri Geller, and he's a magician and an illusionist. So I'm not going to give any credibility to him on the topic. Ingo Swan, though, he seems pretty legit. I mean, there's not. Ingo oh, Swan is legit. Yeah, there's not a lot of stuff here that's that's saying that, like nothing that I'm looking at says it's bullshit. So that um, that kind of brings me back. So this is one guy, but yeah, well, that, he was the professor. I'm, he was the main guy. Yeah, he's Professor yeah. X of the X Men. You know what I mean? That's why. That's why. You know, but Yuri, no, but Yuri Geller did, you know, he did more psychokinesis and, tele, and, and telepathy, too. You know, he wasn't just a magician and illusionist. But you if know, that's he, your main he, occupation. He claimed to have abilities. He claimed to have abilities, but when you look at them side by side, Ingo Swan seems legit. The other guy seems fake. When you, when your occupation is a magician, but then you say that you can do this stuff too. I think it's going to be more bullshit than Ingo Swan, where everything okay. that you look up on the guy, right. his job, his profession is psychic. Yeah, but you're okay. I, I see what you're saying, but I wouldn't discount Yuri Geller because of that. You know, he's not, he's not, you know, Miss Cleo. Who's, who has a 900 number, you know, he's not John Edwards who basically just casts a wide net and hopes he catches something, you know, I think Yuri Geller, and, and granted, you know, he, he was around a little bit before our time too. So, I mean, I, I wasn't around to see any of his stuff, but if you're, I don't know. I mean, if you've got these abilities and you can, and, and, and again, I don't, I don't believe in, 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 in telekinesis and being able to move things with your mind and moving objects with your mind. Um, I've never, I've never thought that was real. Um, but if you've got some of these psychic abilities, you're like, okay, I guess the best way to turn this into a career is to become a magician and illusionist. I might as well use some of these abilities to make my magic really good. Then, then why not? You know. Well, if you think about some of the magic tricks that we see today, like if David Blaine did his stuff a hundred years ago, he would probably be worshipped as a god. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. Um, and 
Okay, let me just see. You know, no, no, no. So there's no, a, this is... yeah, there's a big difference I feel between being able to manipulate people and do illusions with actually having a gift of like an ESP type uh sure I don't know, mindset. I guess he was born in forty six. So 46, 56, 66, we would have been 20 and 66. So yeah, I think he was just a little bit before our time. Um, <clears throat> but no, but he was like, he was the one that said, I think, I think they went to, I think the CIA went to him and said, you need, Hey, who do you know? What, what he pointed to Ingo Swan, Ingo Swan, regardless, if, if he, if he doesn't have a gift, how the hell did he do what he did? You know what I mean? did he have that great of a memory that he knew like especially the ones where if you if you're given a hundred latitudes and longitudinal coordinates and being able to tell what's there no one memorizes the map like that you know what i mean well yeah and he never claimed to but it no so he he, based on what you've told me ingo swan demonstrated something so you know that i always look for things wrong before i look for things right So Ingress One said, hey, there's rings around Jupiter, and that was, what, a few years before they actually saw it for themselves on telescope. Back to Betty and Barney Hill. 71, 73, and then they were um, were discovered in late 70s. It was a good seven or eight years before before a satellite said, yeah, no, there's rings around Jupiter. So back to Betty and Barney Hill, where she drew the star map before it was discovered, the star system. Right. Um, Bob Lazar discovering or knowing about the element that was discovered. Element one fifteen. Yeah. Um, This Ingo Swan thing. That's the kind of evidence that I'm looking for to prove something like this is true. It can't be coincidence. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I think. I think if you look deeper in Ingo Swan, you'll say, I think there's something to remote doing. Well, no, I, think, I already I think have. 10 to 15% will, will jump up. Well, no, <laughs> it's not. Really it's do. staying there. But. Okay. Be, well, because. In, in which, by the way, for our listeners, just a quick, if you can just plug our own show for a second, um, Betty and Barney Hill, uh, um, Bob Lazar. Who else did you mention? That was it. Okay. Those two, we discussed those two in previous episodes. So if Bob you're listening to this for the first time, Bob was on the very first episode. Yeah. Uh, if, you're, if you're listening to the first time, just picking this up, go back and listen to season one, episode one. We talk about Bob was on the 115. Uh, UFO abductions is probably what, the fifth or sixth we did? It's somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like, these look, are all stuff that we talked about before. <clears throat> I don't know. If, I don't know if you. I don't know if you have to. I don't know. But still, just for our, just for the listeners, if like I said, go back and listen to some of the previous episodes. We discussed some of these things, and you'll kind of get a, a feel for what our methodology is a little bit better too. <laughs> so, but it's so yeah. Uh, Betty and Barney Hill was six. Six. Almost close. It's four or five. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, um, right. Yeah, and that's you know, and that's why you know, and that's why like. Um, you know, and that's why, that's why, you know, you say, Hey, the CIA said, this is all bunk. This is all garbage and inconclusive. 
Well, what's your definition of inconclusive? You know, even even if Ingo Swan had an 85% rate, which is what he claims himself, that's still pretty good. That's still a B, you know? Well, their reports weren't on him. Their reports were on no, the subject. Right, but he was the one that taught it. You know what I mean? Which brings me back to the original point, it can't be taught. I don't know. I want to believe that it can be. Okay. But maybe maybe it can't. So besides Ingo Swan and Yuri Geller, what else do you have on remote viewing? Um, well, okay. Um, I just want to kind of have a conversation about it, you know? What do okay. you... Uh, what else do you have on it? Uh, and Yuri Geller isn't wasn't a remote viewer. Don't get me wrong. Yuri Geller didn't do any remote viewing. He was a, he was a psychic who knew who had he was he was a psychic who had credibility in mainstream because of his television appearances and because of what he, you know what he did for a living. What you're saying is is stupid because he was a magician and an illusionist, but he still had. And he still had some psychic stuff that he did, right? He still said he, he, he still performed telekinesis tricks. So um, he was the one that pointed the government into, into Ingo Swan's direction, which is why I brought up Yuri Geller. So, so a lot of people don't think Ingo Swan is, might know who Yuri Geller is, just because of, of that's like saying, hey, do you know who, um, I don't know, so-and-so is, no, well, 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 you know, John Edwards, you know, vouchers for the guy okay well that's you know and i don't know don't want, it doesn't matter what i'm saying but anyways so no i i think i think ed Danes, who after the military did remote viewing um you know i think i think his story lends some credibility to it and and yeah i mean it's a psychic ability so i think i think yeah, i think some people are more psychic than others i don't know that everybody has a psychic ability uh you know, I mean, if if you if you you know take a if you, if you take a deep dive in the psychic phenomenon, um, a lot of people say it's it's generational, like it skips a generation, and more women have it than men. So you know, take that for what it's worth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. All right. What did you? What did you, do you have? Anything else? Anything that you found like problems with it or something? Well, nothing more than what I've already said. Um, <clears throat> one thing that it gets confused with is astral projection. What do you think about that? Uh, well, I do know that two totally separate things. So, an astral projection is. Um, that's more or less like an out-of-body experience. You know, that is, you know, remote viewing isn't isn't an out-of-body experience. Remote viewing is using your mind's eye to look in places you're not. You know, astral projection is you're leaving like your body and your consciousness is going to the astral plane and viewing from there from above you know what i mean um yeah astral projection 
that's more, um, I think, uh, personally, I think remote viewing is more likely than astral projection. That's my opinion. I don't think, um, <clears throat> you know, I think, I think astral projection is more, I don't know. I, I would more equate that to something along the lines of like a near death experience than anything oh. else. You know, I was thinking it was more like metaphysical new age stuff. And, and it, it could be, but I think that, you know, people have near death experiences. I think that's more or less, you know, going to the astral plane and then for whatever reason, you know, coming back into your own body. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think people can just manifest in OBE. You know, I think it's, I don't know. I, I think you're more likely to remote feed in here to, 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 to astral project. Okay. Do you agree? Hmm. I don't know. Um, I know <laughs> a guy who claims that he could astral project whenever he wanted. And he was a weird guy to begin with, but um, I don't know. I, I've had out-of-body experiences twice in deep meditation, but it's nothing like astral projection. So because I've personally experienced that, like on a very, very small level, I'm not going to say that it can't or doesn't exist, but this guy would say that like he could like go to the moon and astral project himself up there. I don't really know about that. Is he, is he remote viewing or is he doing an astral projections? He's really having an out-of-body experience where... He's lying on the couch and he leaves his body and his consciousness sees his body and then goes to the moon. Yes. If that's the case, I need you to ask him what's on the dark side of the moon. Well, I mean, we've never seen a guy in like over a decade, but um, oh. <clears throat> I, astral projection has been more linked with. Um, hallucinogenic drug experiences. So, well, have you heard of DMT? DMT? DMT. Depends. What does that stand for? Oh, I don't know. It's like a 30-letter word. It's it's a chem... Well, that would have to be a whole different episode. DMT is a fascinating drug to learn about um it was a drug okay i thought it was like like dmz is demilitarized zone i thought it was a i thought it was a fusion for something no it's a hallucinogenic it's a plant or no it's it's a molecule that's sourced from a plant from south america they use it in like religious ceremonies where uh, well look it up i can talk about dmt for for a while but it does give you a different sense of reality. Anyways, where I was going with this is okay. there are certain drugs that can make you feel 
like you're astrally projecting and okay. if it can be induced with a drug who's not to say that some people's brain chemistry is a little different or maybe some people have a little bit more control over their brain chemistry to induce that themselves not necessarily like creating or mimicking a drug on their own right but just being able to through different states of mind create that experience I don't know. Okay. I'm just thinking out loud. I, I didn't read that. I, I'm, again, just kind of thinking about it. Right. Um, okay, now I'll have to look into DMT. Yeah, DMT is... Uh, that's... That uh, that would be a fun day. Get your hands on some DMT. A what? Okay. Is that how long a trip lasts a day? I don't know. But I, I wouldn't do it with the expectation of going to work later that day. You want to wake up and put some DMT in your coffee? And then uh, like, okay, it's cool. I'm ready to go to work now. It's been like a good 45 minutes. Yeah, no, I don't think it's like that. Okay. All right. Huh. Um, Joe okay. Rogan talks about DMT a lot. And oh, there's, okay. I don't know if they're still there, but there were a couple uh, documentaries on Netflix about dmt it's also called the spirit molecule have you heard of that i've heard of a step yeah not i don't know a lot about it but i've heard that phrase before the spirit molecule that's dmt not to be confused with the god particle okay no Uh, Um, that's like um that's like what tribes put in stuff smoke right what to go on trips, you're cutting out what? Like not, I don't want to say it's like D or mushrooms. Your phone's kind of cutting out. Right? I don't know what you're Is saying. It? All right, hang on. Um, let me try. Hang on. Let me try something really quick. Okay, while you're doing that, they call it the spirit molecule because everyone who takes it supposedly has an experience where. They see God, whatever God is to them or whoever God is to them. They have a religious experience that supposedly changes your life for the better after your um, trip. Okay. Is this better? Yes. Okay. So it's not like LSD or mushrooms, though, but it's kind of in that same class, right? I wouldn't say it's in the same class. Um, Oh, okay. It is considered a hallucinogenic. Maybe it is in the same class. I don't know that much about drugs, but it's supposed to deliver a much more positive and life-changing experience. Okay. All right. I I think I've heard of it, the spirit molecule and like reference to that and, you know, like a, like a, like an LSD trip or like a hallucinated, like a mushroom trip where you hallucinate and, you know, you don't want to be walking the streets doing it. So. so the reason I brought that all up is because astral projection has been linked to DMT. Okay. And this all is right. about so maybe it's more of an artificial thing, right? Mm. Yeah, but that's when I was saying too that if you can manipulate your mind through the use of a drug, who's not to say that other people can't manipulate their mind through 
some other internal means like meditation. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. That's cool. Okay. All right. We can look into DMT. Yeah. I don't know if that's anything that we would talk about on the show, but we can definitely talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to ask who your guy is. <laughs> I don't, you can't get it here. Oh, really? Yeah. It's uh right. well, it's illegal, but it's not very plentiful or bountiful. It's not like you can just go to a guy and get it. It's not like weed oh. or mushrooms. Okay. Okay. Um, but if you find any, let me right, know. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, I don't. I'm not man in the market, but yeah, if that, if that, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll be sure to hit you up if I, uh, yeah, if I come across some. Are, I'm not uh, looking for you know black tar heroin and smack and uh, quaaludes. I like quaaludes. Those are hard to find too. You know what? We're at 44 minutes. Is that for the whole thing? Are you timing us? No. Yeah, I am. Um, I'll tell you. No, we're not that far along. We are 36. Okay, so we have nine minutes. So do you want to talk about Valent Thor really quick? No. I think that I think that no, that's that's not a nine minute conversation. Okay. It's less than that for me, but all right. Oh really? Okay. No, that's no, because that's a whole no. No, we can do let's we can do that next time. I, I don't I don't think I don't think nine minutes is enough. Okay. So you're gonna be no, I like, doing all the talking on that one because I'm well well we'll talk okay. about it next week. Okay. All right, yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, yeah, let, all right. So then we'll do Valent Thor and the Mysterious Nine next week. Because there's more than just him. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, all right, in the meantime, in the meantime, um, you know, welcome new listeners. Yeah, the, looking at the numbers, and I think we're picking up some people here and there. Um, you know, I haven't seen anybody, anyone tweet. I know we've had some 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 people add us on Twitter, and I try and follow back right away. Uh, do we have any email? Do we have any listener email we have to go through? No. No. Okay. Nope. All right. Well, nobody wants means... to email me. Matthew does oh, the Twitter, it. and I do the email, and nobody Someone's wants. To... Well. Me. I get Twitter stuff all the time then. Um, no, so we'll, uh, all right, we'll, 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 we'll keep asking for emails and keep asking for Twitter, uh, tweets and DMS and tweets. Um, you know, witness underscore more, uh, is our Twitter handle and our email address is witness more podcast at Gmail witness more podcast at gmail.com. Right. Yeah. Yeah, witness more podcast at gmail.com. Maybe it's too long. Maybe people get bored typing it halfway through. No, that's not it. No, okay. All right. You just don't think people want to email us? No, they don't. Okay. All right. Okay. Um all right. Well, I think that uh I think I'm good. Are you good? Yeah, this was a short one, huh? Okay. Well, 
know, 36 to 40 minutes. Okay. Yeah, right, that's cool. our average time. So, yeah. all right. Next week, we'll talk about Valent Thor and then the Mysterious Nine. Okay. Until then, I'm Matthew. I'm Jonathan. Take it easy, everyone. All right. See you next week. All right. We'll see you guys next time around. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Witness More. If you have anything you'd like to add to the conversation or want to reach out to us, you can tweet us at witness underscore more or email at witnessmorepodcast at gmail.com.